Welcome back to this week's episode of the Post Up Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Zeros. I'm your Karis Diggers. We're back to basics, back to the OG format. Just me and you. Just the two of us, eh? Just the two of us. We've had yeah. some uh, some great guests on the podcast, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Looking forward to getting some more on in the future as well. Yeah, getting some more, more friends, more basketball mm. knowledge people, and also... Not that many, but... Uh, we'll get some NBA possible. players on. <laughs> surely this time next year the dream. they'll be on um but how you doing mate anyway yeah i'm not doing been? too bad mate doing too bad uh moving to a new house um past couple weeks so uh i see the new backdrop yeah hence the new background yeah very so thought... very basketball podcast eh? exactly exactly huge but um i reckon kick things off straight into the question of the week i know oh, normally yeah. we kind of forget to do it and do it halfway through so i'm gonna mm-hmm. go straight yeah, we'll away uh, i've got one for you um quite um topical for what we're going to be talking about today okay um but a little kind of question that i want to ask you is um who won the first dunk contest um back when i was introduced in 1976 do you know 76 76 yeah do you want any hints do you want any hints of like you know, what kind of player it was, or... Give me... I'll give you, I'll, you know what, I'll give you three clues. Yeah. I'll give you three clues. It will be, like, increasingly um, Helpful. a better clue each time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, the first one, I would say he's a big man. That's, okay. that's That's the best I can give you. Right. If that I doesn't think, help... Yeah, I think I've got an answer, but that person could also be the... Uh, the answer to my question of the week. Interesting. That but would I'm be not, I might be on the completely crazy coincidence. Okay, I'll ask mine, and then if that doesn't give it away. Yeah. My question was, who has recorded the most rebounds in a singular game, and who was it? Sorry, who, who recorded like the most, I'm... and how many? I, okay, with that one, I think it's between two people. Yeah. I think I do know who it is. I think it's either between Will Chamberlain or Bill Russell. Okay. And is, are those, are those two names cool. in contention with your question? It's not a big man, though, really. They're not. They're not. Okay. Um, so, my, so another one I can give you is that he... Which one's, which one's more helpful? I'll go with he is most known for playing for the Sixers. Dr. J. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Dr. J. So what's uh what's what's your answer then? To my question. Um so, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with I think I'm gonna go with Wilt. I'm gonna go with Wilt. I think Wilt Bill Russell defender, but I don't but I don't think I'm pretty sure Wilt Chamberlain, even though he was always up there with points, I think he got quite a few. I mean Wilt he'd well. be a pretty uh safe bet, wouldn't he? He put up big numbers yeah but i feel like i feel like with you i feel like it's a little bit too, too much of an easy answer well give it half an hour and you'll find out <laughs> we already know the uh dr j one that's a little teaser for what's to come and then yeah next question but uh speaking of big men um mm-hmm. not exactly a, a typical center or a center at all but i wanted to talk this week about blake griffin and kind yeah. of his stardom when he first came in the league versus the player he is now 
Um, it's fall from grace. It, I mean, it is a big fall from grace. So you hate to see it in any sport and just in life, but he's not playing great basketball and he's just been played with injuries. I don't, know what it, I don't know what it is, whether it's just sort of fallout from, you know, never winning in LA, you know, mm-hmm. going through so many good years with Chris Paul and um, DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. Um, and just being knocked out by whether it was the um, Warriors or whether it would be OKC and just never being able to make that push to, I think then it was the finals, I don't even think. So, LA. Yeah. Uh, so LA of... between, I actually got a little stat here, between um, 2012 and 2017, the furthest they got was second round in the playoffs. Yeah. So that's five so years think... back to back of getting knocked out in either the first round or the second round. And to have one of the most like, powerful front courts mm. is just is is hard to see it must be must have been hard to take considering how much money you're given and how much hype you got hype, given yeah but i was saying just um, to, just to put it in context and how good he was like obviously the 2009 draft he was the number one pick mm. and it was one of those drafts where you knew which player was going to go number one a bit yeah. a bit like 2019 with zion you knew that zion mm. was going to get picked and you you knew that Blake was going to get picked number one. That, yeah, just that sort of like athletic freak that um, yeah. had that crazy um, athletic ability to be able to just get up as high and still be as strong as he is. But that um, 2009 class had Steph Curry, James Harden, DeRozan. Like it was an unreal class. Steph. And he was still the unanimous, you know, everyone's first pick. I think, and do you think that's more down to the fact that him being predominantly the first pick was that back before... Obviously, this is pre-Steph Curry or pre-prime Steph Curry. It's a different ball game, isn't it? Um, it was a different, like you say, a like different league because everyone would be focusing on the big men. They wouldn't mm-hmm. really be focusing on the the, the, the smaller guards to, to be shooting from, from yeah. the perimeter. That's exactly maybe, I think. Like, I mean, he came at then, a time. Yeah. And maybe he came at a time then, where it was dominant, dominant power, like, paint plays. And it was kind of the Warriors a few years later who developed that three-point shot and space and play kind of style. Mm. And I think if you were to redo that draft, you wouldn't be oh, picking Blake number crazy. one. You'd still be still a top-five pick. Yeah, definitely. I think just based on how he played in his prime, he's definitely a top-five pick. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, just to, to go from where he was when he entered the league versus now. Yeah. And I think the majority of it has to be put down to injuries. Yeah, I think I think it's injuries, but I think it is sort of that thought where he's gone, you know what, I'm earning 32 plus a year, moving on to 38 now. And, you know, he's been traded from the Clippers and he's probably gone like, this isn't where I want to be. He, I, I can imagine he'd love living in LA. LA. Yeah. Um, probably being moved to Detroit probably wasn't the biggest um, favourite of his. Or anyone, um, or anyone really or, or anyone's let's be honest um so i think maybe that's the got like kind of got to him that you know he hasn't won anything but he's still on a massive payload mm-hmm. um so you know maybe it's just where i can sort of chill for a bit you know he probably was the star when he moved to detroit you know he did actually get a, um, a career high in points um, in the 18-19 season mm. um well, his 18-19 season was actually a pretty good season i think mm, crazy. if my memory is correct it was his best season since 2013 so he put yeah. up huge numbers, like 24 points um, on average. So it's a huge game, a huge season rather. But it was still 
just based on his his athleticism. And I think mm-hmm. since then he's been having a lot more injuries. And don't forget when he entered the league, he didn't play like a full year because he had this left knee problem. Yeah. Um, which then meant that Tyreek Evans could get the the uh, rookie of the year in t- 2009, 2010. And then he got it the year after. But kind of since entering the league, he's always had that left knee problem. And I think a combination of that, as well as getting passed onto the Pistons and just motivation levels, I think that's just kind of caused him to, as you say, just kind of give up and think, I'm just, I'll just wait yeah, out the payday. Getting, getting paid no matter what. So, mm. do, you, do you think it is game over for him? Which think there's kind of life left. I think I think it is. I think what because obviously he's got a player option at the end of this year, which will give him 39 million a year, <laughs> right. which isn't quite, which isn't bad. Yeah. Um, and I think he'll just sort of see this as, you know what, I'll um, I'll just I'll keep playing. I'm not really that fast. I'll do what I can do. Um, but I'm not put much effort into it. You know, Detroit aren't exactly contending this year. So to be mm-hmm. honest, I imagine management will probably say, look, you know, if we if we you know stall this year. Um, if we look for a, a better draft pick, they just just play how you want. But like we're not we're not expecting anything crazy from you. Um, they can't exactly buy him out this year. They can buy him out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can probably take up take up his player contract, and they'll just go. Look, we'll pay you off this year, and either send him home or keep him playing mm-hmm. him for the rest of the year. Um, and I think I I can't imagine seeing him play any further than the end of next year. Do you think? Do you think he's going to retire? I think he will retire. I think he's not. You can clearly tell that he's not that interested. He's getting up there in age. I don't know how old he is now. Was he 35 now? I'm not sure. I'm not, not sure exactly so how I, old. I but... can't see him wanting... Like, if he's not wanting to play now, I can't see him wanting to play in two years' time or contribute to any any team, in in, in my honest mm. opinion. See, um, I think... I don't... I haven't given up hope yet. I think on the right team, he could play well. And we don't know that... Because he's obviously asked to sit out, hasn't he? He's, like, not playing at the moment. And he's kind of dis- disattached himself. Sure. Yeah, well, he spoke to the kind of head yeah. office and Pistons and said, you know, until we sort out this agreement, I'm going to sit out or have limited playing time. And part of that, in his mind, could be to hold up his value. Because mm-hmm. if he's an injury-prone player, he and he, in his mind, wants to go to another team, he might be thinking, yeah. I don't want to get injured before there's a potential trade on the, on the table. Um, mm. But who he goes to if he's still playing that's another question and I think, I, think, that... I think I just don't see him being traded though I just don't think that any team's going to look at a 36 million dollar contract and go that's worth it mm, yeah I mean Cause... the strange things have happened though I think like another player that definitely not in the same way at all but if you look at Russell Westbrook who's an athletic player his over the years he's still a top top player but you can see that his athletic you know, Spark is starting to dwindle a little bit and he's not worth the money at all that the Wizards would have traded John Wall for. Yeah, um, that's true. But I think, yeah, it's difficult when you get players like that who thrive and, and rely on their kind of athleticism. Yeah. And once that, once that starts to go, you realise that they haven't got much more to their game. Mm. Like, if you, if, you can, if you can shoot from the perimeter, then that's great. But, you know, Blake's not exactly a prolific um, no. shooters, he's not going to be focusing on that. You know, he 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 thrives on his athletic ability, and once that goes, I don't think there's much of a way other than maybe coaching the young ones yeah. of real value. Um, especially at thirty-eight million dollars, like it's just not worth it. I don't see any team any because realistically, he want to go to a contender, um, and no contenders are going to have the, the the money to be able to take on that contract. Mm. So, 
it's it's upsetting to see. You know, like I was, I was looking at his um, his more advanced stats today, and um, his plus minus his drop down from zero point five in eighteen nineteen is now at minus three point six, and his um, player efficiency rating, which kind of shows you know how good they are and how efficient they are on the on the um, in the game, is um, the seventeenth lowest in the league. Wow. Um, and so it's currently that rating is currently at ten, and his um, career his career player efficiency rating, which throughout the years was at twenty one point seven. So it's a, a huge drop off that he just kind of shows that he's not sort of showing his worth on any side mm-hmm. of the board, any side of the game, which kind of shows you that you know Detroit are looking at it going like you know what are we what are we doing you know what are you paying this man for? Yeah, so I didn't paying- I didn't realize that he didn't actually have a a meeting with Detroit before he, you know, got traded there. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. really aware that it was happening. And I think obviously when Chris Paul left, I think the Clippers kind of promised Blake and said that this was now his team and he was going to carry the Clippers. And then for that not to work and for him just to be shipped off to Detroit for really next to nothing. I think they got Avery Bradley and uh, Tobias Harris and a couple other players. But if Bye you look on. at the former you know, number one pick for those kind of players and, and one first round pick and one second round pick. It's just not that great, is it? You'll be thinking like, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, he has he has served them well, don't get me wrong, in his years that he was there. He probably was part of the most interesting and exciting team to watch in the past, you know, 20 years. Um, but I think, yeah, it's just coming to a time now where... Um, He's getting injured. He's getting a little bit older. Um, he's not as efficient as he used to be. He's not as interested as he used to be. So it's just now the, the case of like, what? Where do you? Where does he want it to go? He's at a crossroads now. Like, do you hang up your boots or do you carry on playing and try to adapt your game? And that's the kind of question that he's got to be answering. Do you think um, there are many other players that are in kind of his position that that are once superstars and have now gotten on with age and are starting to? slow down a little bit. I mean, obviously, D. Rose has had his, his career injuries and has struggled with that. But is there anyone I else you think? think? I think, I think D, yeah, I think you can only sort of compare him with players similar to his body type because, you know, if you look at, you know, if you talk about, you know, Russell Westbrook or Derek Rose, I still think that they've got, they're definitely not this as athletic as we said, argued before. They've you know, got other skills you know, as well. You don't see Derek Rose, you know, slamming, um, dunks down like at like five or six times a game but you still do see like their um experience come out of them in terms mm-hmm. of like how they play the game well um not rose the past few games he's been shooting like zero for ten well on the on the whole in terms of like how they how they approach the game not in terms of their shooting yeah um but with blake i don't know any other players that's sort of like that maybe like maybe similar to deandre, DeAndre jordan DeAndre Jordan as well. You know, you don't see him playing as much anymore. You don't see him playing off as, um, as many balls as, as he used to. Mm. Um, but I, see, I think with big men as well, those are the, the athletic big men. Um, I think it sort of gets to their knees and it gets to their, their joints a lot more because they're carrying quite a lot of weight on them. So I think that's just sort of tends tends to happen. So do, you think, do you think that DeMarcus Cousins is kind of at risk of that happening? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he's been injured quite a lot for the last of quite a few years, hasn't he? So mm. um, it just depends. If I think when you've been such a good player in your past and you have all that experience in you, it's just like I said about adapting your game 
Yeah. And, you know, I think it's, it's similar in, in Carmelo in a sense of like, you've got to realise what your worth is to a team. So, you know, you're no longer the, the, the Nick Carmelo anymore where you're expected to drop 30 a game and take every shot and mm. take on the offensive uh, game for the team. You just got to be there to be that role player to do what the team needs you to do. And I think if if Blake can realise that, maybe he's got a chance, you know, after his another team, fair option to be able to be that, you know, seventh or eighth man off the bench and provide that offensive threat. But I, I think he does, to be fair. And kind of coming back to Demarcus Cousins, I think people forget how good he used to be. Like he's mm. he he dropped a few fifty point games and he's you know all star. And I think in his prime he was an unreal player, and he's a shell of the player that he used to be. But what team do you see kind of picking him up now that the Rockets of today actually kind of parted ways with him? Yeah, that is, that's big news today. I think I kind of see him going towards a contender. Mm. Um, I, I feel like the most, as much as I don't want to see it happen, I thought the most, the team that makes the most sense in my eyes is the Nets. Yeah. The Nets, the Nets are screaming out for that, you know, experienced big man to help them on the defensive side of the ball of the of the game and they're looking for a you know a good center cheap yeah you know, because they're already paying you know three players over 120 million so they're not exactly gonna have a lot of cap space left and i think like um, i'm pretty sure that um Darkest cousins took like low pay at the warriors before um to be able to play with them Mm. Um, and same the Lakers he's on the vet same minimum, the Lakers. I think so I feel like he'll take the minimum just to be able to go on that winning team mm. um, so that makes the most sense for me other teams maybe the Warriors again but yeah. I don't think they'll be contending this year so I don't see much of a point in that and potentially maybe Miami or maybe yeah, Toronto I mean, Miami I don't know Toronto's not a bad shout either I think Toronto is more likely than Miami I think if Miami mm. didn't have Big Bam, then it then it'd be quite a good place for him to go. But then the Raptors are a team that could very much use his talent. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, other teams. I mean, the Knicks could do with him, but at the same time, I don't think you'd see our style of play. And also, yeah. we should have Mitch Robinson come back fairly soon. I wouldn't mind seeing him on the Mavs. To be fair, I mean, I don't think he'll go there because they're struggling at the moment, and I don't know how. Yeah, Mavs have a bad shot. To be fair, when you think about it, but I think it all just comes down to. Who's probably going to give him the ring? Given, yeah, given the ring, the option. Yeah. yeah. So ultimately, that's got to be Brooklyn. I don't see any other team. I mean, it is. It is, going to Lakers. it is crazy how we see all these. We talk about him going to Brooklyn, for example, and how big of a super team Brooklyn would be, and they currently are, and all these mm. other super teams like the Lakers. The NBA is so unpredictable this year. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's it's crazy. Like I think we, Aaron and I, I think played with the idea a couple of weeks ago of putting on fifty p bets every night, and I think <laughs> I did one one pound bet and it came through and I won like four quid, and I was like, if I just do this, I'd like end of the month about fifty quid, easy peasy. Honestly, I think I've lost every single one. <laughs> like last night, I had four games on, and one of them was for the Lakers to beat the Wizards. You're like, yeah, easy money. Mm -hmm. Of course, it wasn't. Yeah, just games like that just surprise you this year. So I think even though that there's teams, I love I love to see it because you know being from the UK and obviously being a big you know football fan myself, you just sort of see the same teams winning over and over again. And to me, it's getting a bit predictable. It's getting a bit boring. Like it's like some people could say you know oh, but there's been different teams that have won it each year. 
Um, yeah, it's the same five teams. It's the same five teams, like you said, but with, with the NBA, especially this year, like even though you do have, you know, Brooklyn and, and Lakers that are, you know, most likely going to win it, throughout the year, you've got so many changes in terms mm. of the, the standings. And that's what I love about it. So, like, who would have thought that New York would be doing as well as they are this year? Not me. Like people, yeah, no, no one. You would have thought that New York would be bottom seed if, if, if that. So, mm. to see them, like, anyone, any kind of players that are like jumping out, like Jeremy Grant is doing insane. You've got um, Julius Randle doing insane. All these random players that are just popping up and just completely changing the, the dynamic of a team, which I just love to see. Just, and like you said, like unpredictable, which just makes it more, more interesting to watch. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it is crazy. I think, as you said, there are so many great teams coming up, and it's a difficult league. Um, but I still think it's going to be the Lakers or Brooklyn in the finals. Yeah, I think I think you're going to see that that exact final. Um, which way it goes, I don't know. I personally see it going Lakers. Lakers way if AD comes back fit and healthy as he was before. Um, but yeah kind of talking about Brooklyn we had the all-star captains announced the other week and they were obviously LeBron and KD we've briefly spoken about this and what are your initial thoughts on the the team captains I think I think LeBron 100% I don't see don't get me wrong Jokic had a great season but what LeBron's done at at his age the stats he's put up the the team um, record that LA's at it's just he's MVP at the moment for me um, and definite all-star captain um, mm. and then obviously it was Kevin Durant um, on the East captain who I don't think that you can have I, I don't think you can argue too much against it um, because I think he's had an insane season he has missed quite a few games which then then can like push you to argue that you know Joel Embiid's had like an insane season as well, barely missed any games as well. So you could argue that he's had more of a influence. Um, which I assume you're about to you're about Well, to I mean, argue. I agree with you that LeBron James, fair enough, you've got to give it to him. I think A, he's been playing on real and B's it's LeBron James. And unfortunately, he probably is yeah. coming into the last couple of years of playing. So I think you've got to cherish the moments that you have with him in the league. But the Durant captaincy didn't it didn't piss me off because you gotta respect <laughs> you gotta respect him. But I don't think it should be him. And now I know that every no. time we've spoken about Durant, I think we've got a couple of followers that love Durant. So this is probably just yeah. gonna get about 12 dislikes on YouTube and, and whatnot. <laughs> but I just don't I just don't have him as the captain. And I'm going to you're justify just, it. You're I'm still, still salty that he, that he chose Brooklyn over you. That's what it is. I just think, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if he, if he was in the Knicks, then I probably would be saying captain. Um, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not before you, like, you jump to it, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Julius Randle should be captain. No, he, <laughs> he shouldn't. But I think Durant, on the one hand, you've got to respect the fact that he's come off such a terrible injury and he's balling out this year. Like he's yeah. playing unreal. 29 points, seven rebounds, five assists. But at the same time, that's only across 19 games through this season. And also there are other players that have also been balling out this season and last season and have also been captains of their team. And I think, as you Mm. said, kind of Jokic and and Embiid, I think those two deserve the captaincy role more than Durant. Um, Mm -hmm. So thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, That was was my reasons. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think you do have a 
have a a va valuable point about about Embiid. I think he's been crazy. I think he's probably second in my MVP voting so far. Who's first? Um, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. Okay, that's actually something that I want to ask you about about LeBron. Obviously, he he the other day he passed. Um, <clears throat> he's now third in all time um, points. Is he? With yeah, I was like I think he's like fifteen thousand. Is that is that right? Is that right? I think more, more maybe. Yeah, um, I think he's only like three thousand away from. Um, is it Wilt Chamberlain that runs that holds the most? I believe I so. Most, most. If I right, I want to ask you a question. If he wins another ring, so if he wins this ring this year or next year, and passes and becomes like the number one scorer of all time. Because I know that you're a big Michael Jordan fan, and you're 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 a big Michael Jordan's the goat. Yeah, which sure. completely fair. Does this change your? Would that change your opinion on who's the greatest of all time? Actually, before on that note, I just want to show you <laughs> the uh, the Valentine's Valentine's Day card that my girlfriend got for me. It's relevant. Is it? Or are you just trying to plug that you got a girlfriend? You see that? Didn't hear that, so hopefully I can You're the Jordan to my Pippin. Nice. It's funny. It's clutch. Like it. But anyway, that is the goat right there. And I'm going to ask your question or counter your question with a question. <laughs> Has Michael Jordan ever lost in the finals? He is not, no. Ah. Has LeBron James ever lost in the finals? <laughs> yeah, he has. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED Is Talk. That That's all I've got to say. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Uh, so you're not going to... That doesn't... That doesn't so LeBron becoming the greatest scorer of all time, or the highest scorer of all time, should I say, which I rephrase, and him getting a, what, fourth ring or fifth ring now? It'd be, it'd be his fifth ring. He's two at Miami, one Cleveland, one at LA. Oh, one LA, yeah, yeah, this year. Yeah. You get to a fifth ring... I mean, listen, if you asked me that question two years ago, I wouldn't have even acknowledged it. Um, now, I think part of me doesn't want to acknowledge how good LeBron is because I'm such yeah. a Jordan fan. Um, yeah. But I still think, I mean, yeah, Jordan, I mean, this is a whole episode in itself, isn't it? Talking it is. about LeBron we, we, and Jordan. we should probably just pause this and, and play it on. Yeah. Um, but I think, yes, Jordan had an amazing team and struggled ultimately until he had the kind of team that was the winning team or two teams that won it. But I just think that Jordan was more of an, an innovator of the game and also just how big he is as a personality. And I think as well, Jordan obviously took those retirement breaks and took so much, so much time away from basketball and still, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> even if it, even if it wasn't retirement, if he was forced, <laughs> he's still taking these these year long breaks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I just think that to do that and come back and be the player he was, minus the Washington Wizards stint, I think. I mean, that's the go. Okay, I'll, I'll it's try, also try, you just know for a fact as well. This, this, we could be on here for a couple of hours. You just know for a fact as well that Space Jam Two isn't going to be as good. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But you know, we we'll have to wait until we see it. I don't need to see it. Oh, I'm not even going to watch the trailer. <laughs> but no. Well, agree to disagree. I think, <laughs> I reckon actually, if people want us to do 
an episode, a whole episode on the Jordan versus LeBron debate, and we'll both do our research. I take it you'd be. Are you Team LeBron? I'm Team LeBron. Okay. Oh. Oh yeah. So I reckon if people want it, actually, even if you don't, we're going to do it. We'll do an episode (laughs) on Team LeBron, Team LeBron, and Team Jordan, and we're both going to get one guest on to do like a recorded little video or something, and I'm going to get my older brother because he lived through the Jordan era. What do you mean? What do you mean? What's that got to do with it? Yeah, you just know that. Just bias. Do you feel a bias? That's all it is. It's not. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, I think uh, I want to know who this. um, The answer to your question was. Yeah. So who did you? Who did you say? You said. I said Bill Russell or Will. Who did you say? I went Will. Will. Will Chamberlain. Well, the answer is indeed Will Chamberlain. In 1960, I know my stuff. And he scored or recorded 55 rebounds Amazing. in a single game. It's, it's just it's just video game stats, isn't it? I mean, even even that, like I couldn't do that on 2K. I mean, on uh, my player on 2K, on I, I don't think I ever get 55 points, let alone 55 <laughs> rebounds. 55 shots, maybe. <laughs> 55 misses. <laughs> Actually, I saw before we end it, I saw a. Uh, a funny TikTok the other day and it was saying you know like if you were put into an NBA game realistically yeah. like let's say you, you play the full full four quarters 12 minutes each like they don't sub you out yeah. and let's say realistically how many points do you think you could get <laughs> I saw this video have you seen well. this one I actually I liked his <laughs> yeah I think you said it it's, good, it's a good point because I think he was saying that like look I'm probably getting like what 12 points you know maybe yeah. like four or five rebounds a couple of assists here and there but when you but first hear like, that, you're like, 12 points, that's quite a lot. Sure. But he was like, every time I'm getting the ball, I'm just chucking it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just fucking one of them, it. One of them's <laughs> going in. <laughs> I love how he's like, I'm like 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, I'm a small guy. I'll just weave in and out <laughs> of them. I'll just drive to the paint. I'm not, not going to get so many fouls. That's what, yeah. that's what he's I'm like, I'll drive to the paint, I'll get hit, and it'll just look like a foul. <laughs> Free throw <laughs> all day, baby. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you've, just, you've changed my mind. <laughs> I can make it. I can yeah. make the NBA. Yeah, and that point well, I was like, what am I doing looking for digital marketing jobs? I'll just phone, I'll just phone up Adam Silver. <laughs> Forget Blake Griffin, mate. I'm in. Yeah, just contact Rich Paul, get yourself a yeah. contract. Yeah. Easy. Light work. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh we've given our, our piece about Blake Griffin and all-star captains. Yeah. And a little teaser of the old Jordan LeBron debate. What's to come? What's to come? What is to come? What are, yeah. I gotta think about that one. I'm gonna I wanna come ready. I'm gonna be I'm gonna have like five page worth of notes. I'm gonna do an essay. I'm gonna get a video of Michael Jordan personally <laughs> saying that you're an idiot and just just <laughs> just running it down why he's the best. Why you take that personally. Well. But yeah, that'll be in a couple <laughs> of weeks' time. So keep your ears. Yeah, looking forward ears to that. open. I don't know. But sweet, yeah, this has been the post-up podcast as always. Episode oh, six yeah. or seven, we're getting there. We're getting to that magic number 10. Magic number 10, we're going to do that big uh, all-star draft. All-star draft. Yeah. Where if you get number okay. one pick, apparently you're going to pick LeBron James. Would you? <laughs> Actually, would you? No, I'm picking Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson. <laughs> Chill out, Barkley. <laughs> That's such a funny video. Anyway, we digress. Appreciate mm. you tuning in, guys. Yeah, thank you. Give a give the old Instagram and Twitter a follow and YouTube where uh, we upload mini clips 
of the good parts. So we get about two clips a week. Um, <laughs> if that. But, yeah. Then last week we had none. Um, but yeah, see you on the next episode. Cheers for tuning yeah. in. Thank you. Oh, nice.